Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Forbidden Podcast. I'm Kate, your host, and today we'll be reading chapter 4 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, um, The Keeper of Keys. I'm gonna sneeze. Oh, that rhymes. Excuse me. Okay. So... Let me find the page, and then we will get started. Chapter 4, The Keeper of Keys. Boom. They knocked again. Dudley jerked awake. Where's the cannon? He said stupidly. Stupidly. There was a crash behind them, and Uncle Vernon came skidding into the room. He was holding a rifle in his hands. Now now they knew what now they knew what had been in the long thin package he had brought with them. Who's there? he shouted. I warn you, I'm armed. There was a pause, then smash. The door hit with such force that it swung clean off its hinges and and with a deafening crash landed flat on the floor. A giant of a man was standing in the doorway. His face was almost completely hidden by a long, shaggy mane of wild of hair and a wild, tangled beard, but you could make out his eyes, glinting like black beetles under all the hair. The giant giant squeezed his way into the hut, stooping so that his head just brushed the ceiling. He bent down, picked up the door, and fitted it easily back into its frame. The noise of the storm outside uh, dropped a little. He turned to look at them all. Couldn't make us a cup of tea, could you? It's not been an easy journey. He strode, o- he strode over to the sofa where Dudley sat frozen with fear. Budge up, you great lump, this said the stranger. Dudley squeaked and Dudley squeak- squeaked and ran to hide behind his mother, who was crouching, terrified, behind Uncle Vernon. "'And here's Harry,' said the giant. Harry looked up into a fierce, wild, shadowy face and saw that the beetle eyes were crinkled in a smile. "'Last time I saw you, you were only a baby,' said the giant. "'You look a lot like your dad, but you've got your mum's eyes.' Uncle Vernon made a funny, rasping noise. "'I demand you leave at once, sir!' He said, you are breaking and entering. Ah, shut up, Dursley, you great prune, said the giant. He reached over the back of the sofa, jerked the gun out of Uncle Vernon's hands, bent it into a knot as easily as it had been made of rubber, and threw it into a corner of the room. Uncle Vernon made another funny noise, like a mouse being trotted on. Like a mouse being trotted on. Anyway, Harry, said the giant, turning his back on the Dursleys, have a very happy birthday to you. Got some up for you. Here. I might have sat on it at some point, but it, it'll taste all right. From inside, from an inside pocket of his black overcoat, he pulled a slightly squashed box. Harry opened it with trembling fingers. Inside was a large, sticky chocolate cake with Happy Birthday Harry written on it in green icing. <sighs> Harry looked up at the giant. He meant to say thank you, but his words got lost on the way to his mouth. 
and what he said instead was, Who are you? The giant chuckled. Drew, I haven't introduced myself. Myself. Rubius Hagrid, keeper of Crees and grounds at Hogwarts. He held out an enormous hand and shook Harry's whole arm. What about that cup of tea, eh? He said, rubbing his hands together. I'd... I'd not say no to some some stronger if you've got it in mind. His eyes fell on the empty grate with the shriveled up chip with the shriveled chip chip bags in it and he snorted. He bent over he bent down over the fireplace. They couldn't see what he was doing. When he drew back a second later there was a roaring fire there. It filled up it filled the damp the whole damp hut. It filled the whole damp hut with flickering light, and Harry felt the warmth wash over him as though he'd sunk into a hot bath. The giant sat back down at the sofa, on the sofa, which sagged under his weight, and began taking all sorts of things out of the pockets of his coat. A copper kettle, a copper kettle, a squashy package of sausages, a poker, a teapot, several chip mugs, and a bottle of some amber liquid that he took a swig from before starting to make tea. Soon the hut was full of the sound of, and smell of sizzling sausage. Nobody said a thing while the giant was working, but <clears throat> but as he slid the first six fat, juicy, slightly burnt sausages from the poker, Dudley fidgeted a little, hook over it and said sharply, oh, Don't touch anything he gives you, Dudley. The giant chuckled darkly. You great pudding of a, of a son don't need fattening anymore, Dursley, don't worry. He passed the sausages to Harry, who was so hungry he had never tasted anything so wonderful, but he still couldn't ma- take his eyes off the giant. Finally, as no one, as nobody seemed to, about to explain anything, he said, I'm sorry, but I still don't know really who you are. The giant took a gulp of tea and wiped his mouth. The giant took a a gulp of tea and wiped his mouth with the back of his hand. Call me Hagrid, he says. Everyone does. And like I told you, keep your keys at Hogwarts. You'll know all about Hogwarts, of course. And no, said Harry. Hagrid looked shocked. Sorry, said Harry quickly. Sorry, barked Hagrid, turning to stare at the Dursleys, who shrank back into the shadows. It's, it's them who sh- as should be sorry. I knew you weren't getting your letters, but I never thought you wouldn't even know about Hogwarts for crying out loud. <clears throat> Did you never wonder where your parents learned it all? All what? asked Harry. All what? Ha- thundered ha- Hagrid thundered. <clears throat> now wait just one second. He leapt to his feet. In in his anger, he seemed to fill the whole hut. The Dursleys were cowering against the wall. (gasps) Do you mean to tell me, he growled at the Dursleys, that this boy, this boy, knows nothing about, about anything? Harry thought this was going a bit far. He had been to school, after all, and his marks weren't that bad. I know some things, he said. I can, you know, do math and stuff.
But Hagrid simply waved his hand and said, About our world, I mean, your world, my world, your parents' world. What world? Hagrid looked as though he, as if he was about to explode. Dursley, he boomed. Uncle Vernon, who had gone very pale, whispered something that sounded like mimble-wimble. <clears throat> Hagrid stared wildly, wildly at Harry. But you must know about your mum and dad, he said. I mean, they're famous. You're famous. What? My, my mum and dad weren't famous, were they? You don't know. You don't know. Hagrid ran his fingers through his hair, fixing Harry with a bewildered stare. You don't know who they are? He said finally. Oh, he don't know. You don't know who ye are? He said finally. Uncle Vernon suddenly found his voice. Stop, he commanded. Stop right there, sir. I forbid you to tell the boy anything. A braver man than Vernon Dursley would have quailed under the, furi the furious look Hagrid now gave him. <clears throat> when Hagrid spoke, his every syllable trembled with rage. You never told him. Never told him what was in the letter Dumbledore left for him. I was there. I saw Dumbledore leave it, Dursley, and you've kept it from him all these years. Kept what from me? said Harry eagerly. Stop! I forbid you! Uncle Vernon yelled Uncle Vernon in panic. Uncle Ampetunia gave a gasp of horror. I'll go boil your heads, both of you, said Hagrid. Harry, you're a wizard. There was a silence in the hut. Only the sea and the whistling wind could be heard. I'm a what? gasped Harry. A wizard, of course, said Hagrid, sitting back down on the sofa, which groaned and sank even lower. And a good thumping and good and a thumping good on I I'd say, once you've slept once you've trained up a bit. With a mum and dad like yours, what else could you be? And I reckon it's about time you read your letter. Harry stretched out his hand at least to may at last to take the yellowish envelope addressed in emerald green to Mr. H. Potter, the floor, hot on the rock, the sea. Huh. He pulled out the letter and read, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Headmaster Albus Dumbledore, Order of Merlin, First Class Grand, Sorcerer, Chef, I think that's what it means, C-H-F, Warlock, Supreme Mugwump, International Confederal of Wizards. Dear Mr. Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted to at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Please find enclosed a list of all necessary books and equipment. Term begins on September 1st. We, we await your owl by no later than July 31st. Yours sincerely, Minerva McGonagall, Deputy Headmistress. Questions exploded inside Harry's head like fireworks, and he couldn't decide what to, which to ask first. After a few minutes, he stammered, What does it mean, they await my owl? Galloping gorgons, that reminds me, said Harry, said Hagrid, clapping a hand to his forehead with enough force to knock over a cart horse. And from yet another pocket he, inside his overcoat, he pulled 
an owl, a real live owl, owl, a real live, rather ruffled looking owl, a long quill and a roll of parchment. With his tongue between his teeth, he scribbled a note that Harry could read upside down. Dear Professor Dumbledore, given Harry his letter, taking him to buy his things tomorrow. Weather's horrible. Hope you're well. Hagrid. Hagrid rolled up the note, gave it to the owl, which, which clamped it in its beak, went to the door, and threw the owl out into the storm. Then he came back and sat down with his... The, as though this was as normal as talking on the telephone. <clears throat> Harry realized his mouth was open and closed it quickly. Where was I? Where was I? said Hagrid at the mo but at that moment Uncle Vernon, still ashen faced, but looking very angry, moved into the firelight. He's not going, he said. <sighs> Hagrid grunted. I'd like to see I'd like to see a great mongrel like you stop him, said Harry. He said, A what? said Harry, interested. A muggle, said Hagrid. It's what we call non magic folk like them. And it's your bad luck you grew up with in a family of the biggest muggles I ever laid eyes on. We swore when we took him, we'd put a stop to that rubbish, said Uncle Vernon. Swore we'd stamp it out of him. Wizard indeed. You knew? said Harry. You knew I'm a, a wizard? Knew, shrieked Aunt Petunia suddenly. Knew. Of course we knew. How could you not? My dratted sister being what she was. Oh, what she got. Oh, she got a letter just like that and disappeared off to that, that school. And came home every vacation with her pockets full of a frog spawn, turning teacups into rats. I was the only one who saw what she was. F I was the only one who saw her for what she was, a freak. But for my mother and father, oh no, it was Lily. This, this, and Lily that. They were proud of having a witch in the family. She stopped to draw a deep breath, then went ranting on. It seemed like she had wa been wa wanting to say this for, for years. Then she met that Potter at school, and they left and got married and had you, and of course, I knew you'd be just the same, just as strange, just as, as abnormal as them. And then, if you please, she went and got herself blown up, and we got landed with you. Harry had gone very white. As soon as he found his voice, he said, Blown up? You told me they died in a car crash. Car crash, roared Ward Hagrid, jumping up so angrily that the Dursleys scuttled back into their corner. How could a car crash kill Lillian James Potter? It's an outrage, a scandal. Harry Potter not knowing his own story when every kid in the world knows that his name... But why? What happened? Harry asked urgently. Anger faded from Hagrid's face. He looked suddenly anxious. I never expected this, he said in a low, worried voice. I had no idea. When Dumbledore told me there might be trouble getting hold of you, of course, how much you didn't know. Uh, Harry, I don't know if I'm the right person to tell you that. To tell you, but someone's gotta. You can't go after Hogwarts not knowing. He threw a dirty look at the Dursleys. 
Well, it's best you know as much as I can tell you. Mind, I can't tell you everything. It's a great mystery parts of it. He sat down, stared into the fire for a few seconds, and then said, It begins, I suppose, with, with a person called... But it's incredible you don't know his name. Everyone in the R world knows. Who? Well, I don't like saying the name. If I can't help, if I can help it. No one does. Why not? Gulping gargoyles, Harry. People are still scared. Blimey. This is difficult. Blimey, this is difficult. See, there was this wizard who went bad. As bad as you could go. Worse. Worse than worse. His name was... Hagrid gulps, but no words came out. Could you write it down? Harry suggested. No, I can't spell it. Alright. Voldemort. Hagrid shuddered. Don't make me say it again. Anyway. This this wizard, about 20 years ago now, started looking for followers. Got him too. Some were afraid. Some just wanted a bit of, a bit of his power. Because he was getting self-power, alright? dark days, Harry. Didn't know her to trust. Didn't dare get friendly with strange wizards or witches. Terrible things happened. He was taken over. Of course, some stood up to him. And he killed him horribly. One of the only safe places left was Hogwarts. Wrecked Dumbledore's. The only one you know who was still was afraid of. Didn't dare try taking school, not just then, anyway. Now, your mom and dad were as good as a, were as good a witch and wizard as I ever knew. Head boy and girl at Hogwarts in their day. Suppose the mystery is why you know who never tried to get him on his side before. Probably knew they were too close to Dumbledore to want anything to do with the dark side. Maybe he thought he could persuade him. Maybe he just wanted him out of the way. All anyone knows is he turned up in your in the village where you were, was all living on Halloween ten years ago. You were just a year old. He came to your house and 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 Hagrid suddenly pulled out a very spotted, a very dirty spotted handkerchief and blew his nose with. I sound like a foghorn. <clears throat> Sorry, he said. But it's that sad. Knew your mom and dad and nicer people you couldn't... And nicer people you can find. Anyway. You know who killed them. Killed them. And... And then... And this... This is the real mystery of the thing. He tried to kill you, too wanted to make a clean job of it, I suppose, or maybe he just, he just liked killing by then. But he couldn't do it. Never wondered how you got that mark on your forehead. That's no, that was no ordinary cut. That's, that's what you get when, when, it, when a powerful evil curse touches you. Took care of your mom and dad. And your house, even. Hang on! But it didn't work on you, and that's and that's why you're famous, Harry. One moment. 
No one ever lived after he decided to kill him. No one except you. And he killed some of the best witches and wizards of the age. The McKinnons, the Bones, the Pruitts. And you was the only baby. And you lived. Something very painful was going on in Harry's mind. As Hagrid's story came to a close, he saw again the blinding flash of green light more clearly than he had ever remembered it before, and he remembered something else for the first time in his life, a high, cold, cruel laugh. <sighs> Hagrid was watching him sadly. Took you from the ruined house myself, on Dumbledore's orders, brought you to this lot. Notable tosh, said Vernon, said Uncle Vernon. Harry jumped. He'd almost forgotten that the Dursleys were there. Uncle Vernon certainly seemed to have got hit back his courage. He was glaring at Hagrid, and his fists were clenched. Now you listen here, boy, he, he snarled. I accept there's something strange about you. Probably nothing as good as... Probably nothing a good beating when I have cured. And as for all this about your parents, well, they were, in my opinion, asked... they. They were weirdos, no denying it, and the world's better off without them, in my opinion. As for all, as for all they got getting mixed up with these wizarding types, just what I expected. I always knew that they'd come to a sticky end. But at that moment, Hagrid leapt from the sofa and drew a battered pink umbrella from the inside of his coat, pointing it at Uncle Vernon like a sword. He said, Pointing it at Uncle Vernon like a sword, he said, I'm warning you, Dursley. I'm warning you. One more word. word. In danger of being speared on the end of an umbrella by a bearded man, Uncle Vernon's courage failed again. He flattened himself against the wall and fell silent. That's better, said Hagrid, breathing heavily and sitting back down on the sofa, which this time sagged right down onto the floor. Harry, meanwhile, had questions to ask hundreds of them. But what happened to Volt? Sorry, I mean, you know who. Good question, Harry. Disappeared. Vanished. Um, sorry. The same night he tried to kill you. Makes you even more famous. That's the biggest mystery, see? He was getting more, when he was getting more and more powerful. Why'd he go? Some say he died. Codswell up, in my opinion. Dunno, he had enough human to, left in him to die. Some say he's still out there, been in his time, like... Um, but I don't believe it. People who was on his side came back to ours. Some of them came out out of kind of traces. Don't reckon they could have... They could have done... If he was coming back. Most of us reckon he's still out there somewhere, but lost his powers. Too weak to carry on. Cause something about you finished him, Harry. There was something going on that night he hadn't counted on. I don't know what it was. No one does. But something about you stumped him, alright. Hagrid looked at Harry with warmth and respect blazing in his eyes, but Harry, instead of feeling pleased and proud, 
felt quite sure there had been a horrible mistake. A wizard? Him? How could he possibly be? He'd spent his life being clouded by Dudley and bullied by Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon. If he was really a wizard, why hadn't he turned them all into warty toads by the time they'd tried to lock him in his cupboard? If if he'd once defeated the greatest sorcerer in the world, how come Dudley had always been able to kick him around like a football? Hagrid, he said quietly, I think you must have made a mistake. I don't think I could be a wizard. To his surprise, Hagrid chuckled. Not a wizard, eh? Never made things happen when you were scared or angry? Harry looked into the fire. Ugh. Now that he came, now he came to think of it, every odd thing that ever ha that ever made his aunt and uncle furious with him had happened when he, Harry, had been upset or angry. Chased by Dudley's gang, he somehow found himself out of their reach. Dreading going to school with that ridiculous haircut, he'd managed to grow it back. And the very last time Dudley hit him, he got his revenge, without even realizing he was doing it. He'd set a bow. Hadn't he set a bow constrictor a stricter on him? Harry looked back at Hagrid, smiling, and saw that Hagrid was positively beaming at him. See, said Hagrid, Harry Potter, you're not not a wizard. Harry Potter, not a wizard. You wait, you'll be famous. Out, you'll be right famous at Hogwarts. But Uncle Vernon wasn't going to give without a give in without a fight. Haven't I told you he's not going? He hissed. He's going to Stonewall Highland. He's going, oh my gosh, he's going to Stonewall High, and I lost my spot. He's going to Stonewall High, and he'll be grateful for it. I've read those, I've read those letters, and he's, he needs all sorts of rubbish, spell books and wands, and if he wants to go, a great muggle like you won't stop him. Growled Hagrid. Lily, stop Lily and James Potter's and James Potter's sons. Son, go into Hogwarts. You're mad. This, his name's been down ever since you, he was born. He's off to the finest school of witchcraft and wizardry in the world. Seven years there, and he won't go. And he won't know himself. He'll be with the youngest. He'll be with the youngsters of his own sort for a change. And he'll be under the greatest headmaster Hogwarts ever had. Albus Dumbledore. Albus Dumbledore. I am not paying for some crackpot crack old fool to teach him magic tricks, yelled Uncle Vernon. But he had finally gone too far. Hagrid seized his umbrella and rolled it over his head. Never, he thundered. Insult. Albus Dumbledore. In front of me. He brought the umbrella swishing through the air to point at Dudley. There was a flash of violet light, a sound like a firecracker, and a, and a sharp squeal. And the next second, Dudley was dancing on the spot with his hands clasped over his fat bottom, howling in pain. When he turned, when he turned his back on them, Harry saw a curly pig's tail poking through a hole in his trousers. Uncle Vernon roared pulling at Petunia and Dudley into the other room. He cast one uh, one last terrified look at, Ver at Hagrid and slammed the door behind them. <sighs> Hagrid looked down at his umbrella and wind stroked his beard. 
shouldn't have lost me temper, he said ruefully. But it didn't work but it didn't work anyway, meant to turn him into a pig. But I suppose he was so much like a pig anyway, there wasn't much left to do. He cast a sideways look at Harry under his bushy eyebrows. Be grateful if you didn't mention Be grateful if you didn't mention that. Be grateful if you didn't mention that to to anyone at Hogwarts, he said. I'm er not supposed to do to do magic, strictly speaking. I wasn't allowed to do it for I wasn't allowed to do a bit to follow again. I was allowed to do a bit to follow you and and get your letters to you and stuff. One of the reasons I was so keen to take on the job. Why aren't you supposed to do magic? asked Harry. Oh well, I was at Hogwarts myself, but I er, got expelled to show you the truth in me third year. He snapped me wand in half and everything, but Dumbledore let me stay on as gamekeeper. Great man, Dumbledore. Why were you expelled? It's getting late and we've got lots to do tomorrow, said ha said Hagrid loudly. Gotta get up to town, get all your books and that. He took off his thick black coat and threw it to Harry. You can keep under that. He said, don't mind if it wriggles a bit. I think I still got a couple of dormice in one of the pockets. Thank you for listening to... The Forbidden Podcast. I don't even know if I said that at the beginning. The Forbidden Podcast. I probably did. But anyways. Keep listening. Tell your friends if you like it. Even if you don't like it. It's just supporting me. I hope you like it. I like it a lot. Also, just a heads up. When school starts again, I'll probably have more of a schedule. Because it'll be harder to do. Um... I was going to say something. Yeah, next time, don't know when it will be, probably soon, we'll be reading um, chapter 5 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, Diagon Alley, I think. Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening. Bye bye.